On this episode of the Paranormal Mind podcast, we are going to be talking about a ghost blimp. So stay tuned. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormal Mind Podcast. And yes, I say that all the time, but who cares? What's Ray, up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormal bow, Mind bow, Podcast. Bow. Just pay them no mind. I wish I could mute them. <laughs> <laughs> but let's jump into this episode. We're going to be talking about a ghost blimp today. That's right. A ghost blimp. And y'all looked at me weird. Why why'd y'all look at I me weird? I thought you said blip. Blip? Yeah. Well, That's I still knew what you said blimp, sense. but I mean, how can we not look at you weird when you say ghost blimp? Well, if you don't hear the story, you don't know. Why, tell why us, judge tell me? Us. Why I mean, judge I'm already me? judging you, but it's fine. All right, so we're going to be diving into the mind-boggling 80-year mystery of the U.S. Navy's ghost blimp. And you're not going to believe this story. It's pretty wild. All right? So back in August 1942, the L-8 blimp was on a routine mission patrolling the California coast for Japanese It took off from Treasure Island in San Francisco Bay with Lieutenant Ernest DeWitt Toady and Charles Ellis Adams on board. But when the L-8 crashed in Daly City just hours later, these two experienced pilots were nowhere to be found. It was like they had just vanished into thin air. The press quickly dubbed it the ghost blimp. All right, so there have been countless theories about what happened to these guys. Some think that they were captured by the Japanese. Others say they were killed by a stowaway. And some even suggest that they had a fight over a woman that ended in disaster. Like, okay, look, that's, listen, listen, okay. That's the uh, Ray, story. Ray's not going to comment not about commenting this. on that. He's not going to comment about this, but nobody is worth your life, okay? I'm just going to tell you that right now. All right, so, but the truth is, we still don't know what happened to them, all right? So blimps were actually perfect for coastal patrols during World War II. They could stay in the air for long periods, fly slowly, hover over targets, and operate in low visibility. But the ghost blimp... There's nothing low visibility about a blimp. All right. Don't negate facts. He's just reading the facts. Do not negate (laughs) facts. We're just shooting them down. Have you ever been like, oh my God, what is that in the sky? Nope. That's a blimp. That's a blimp. (laughs) 100% a blimp. Anyway. It's never not been a blimp. I'm pretty sure a couple of shots from any gun would... Y'all have the attention span of a gnat. Will y'all let me finish for a minute? Please, okay. (laughs) But the ghost blimp remains an unsolved mystery to this day. Some experts think that the pilot simply fell (laughs) fell out of the blimp. Hey, that that's a real that ways to die. But others disagree. They argue that if one of them had fallen, the other would have stayed in the blimp to radio for help. After all, "Don't give up the ship" is the unofficial motto of the U.S. Navy. So, what do you think happened to the crew of the ghost blimp? Let's get into it and see if we can figure this out. Let's see if we can figure this out, okay? All right. You said low visibility, blah, 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 blimp, whatever, okay? All right. But it depends on, like, the atmosphere. All right, go ahead. Press your button. You done now? All right. (laughs) Just getting started. Good God. 
So what do y'all think? All right, let's let's throw out some different scenarios here. Or you know, I threw out some scenarios. Now, what do you think could have been possible about this? Now it's still a mystery to this day. This happened in what, 1942. They still don't know what happened. It's one of the it's a over 80, 80 year old mystery. All right. I got questions. Yeah. So I'm assuming they never found. Get on bodies, your phone and look right? up more of this stuff too, because you'll be able to, <coughs> to probably find some I'm things. Assuming they never found any bodies. No. How how did they? Well, that one? that's I, I it crashed. It did. Yeah. Okay. But when, when, whenever whenever they recovered the blimp, nobody was there. The, yeah, nobody gotcha. was there. Well, this was also 1942, so right. So the search and rescue may not have been <laughs> pretty terrible. I'm sure. Yeah, it may not have been tip top. That was, All right. So that was. Something else going on in nineteen. Yeah, yeah. It was World War. What was it? Two. Yeah, <laughs> the World second one, <laughs> the big one. one. Yeah, correct. Um, I bet that they probably got into a fight and. Whoop. Yeah, but okay. When you're on a mission, though, like fights, especially about if it's about a woman or something, I, I think you put that to the side because you have. Okay, a well, it says right here that uh, one of the pilots had already survived another airship disaster so clearly he was not very good at his job <laughs> or, or he crashed and sank the uss macon oh, in 1935 there was nothing going you know on what? a third man was on board named james riley hill he got kicked off right before they left treasure island oh, okay so he didn't actually right because hill believed cody was concerned about the added weight of having a third man on the ship and they added, how big was the ship? Like, that's the thing. Like, it's a, it was used to be a Goodyear blimp, too. It just converted. <laughs> what? Well, why would that, how big was the third person? I mean, good Lord. <laughs> the boy was thick. <laughs> I, mean, ass boy. I mean, think about that. I mean, you're I worried know, about man. added weight? <clears throat> really? All right. Here you go. Besides the two men, the only things missing were their life jackets. Oh, you know what? I got it. What? They're deserters. In, you think they just jumped out? Yep. Bailed? Deserters. Uh, that's a good point. They could have been like, screw this. I don't want to do this. Solved. Yep. So they went AWOL. Is that what you're saying? They went AWOL? Yep. So they're like, Correct. look, we're going to take our life <laughs> our life vest and, and jump the hell out of here and never be seen again, yeah. ever. Yeah. All right. So apparently when it was <laughs> dropping out of the sky... On the ground, hundreds of bystanders followed the deflating and increasingly misshapen craft as it drifted through the skies. One later described it as looking like a big broken wiener. <laughs> Dang it, man. Yeah! It's <laughs> applause. Okay, how true, how true is that? I mean, I this witness. is on the Smithsonian Magazine. That is awesome. Does it say broken wiener or does it say something else? It says big broken wiener. Are <laughs> with, you kidding? With quotation marks around it. Oh, but wow. look at this. Look at this. As often is the case, witnesses gave contradictory statements. Some claim they saw no one on board the blimp. A woman who was on horseback riding in the area says she used binoculars to spot not two, but three men. And others reported seeing the men parachuting out of Dang, dude. the blimp. I got this figured out. For real. They did desert. And that's the whole reason they didn't want the third person on there because they didn't want him him knowing. They had planned this before they left. So the were they lovers to go run off with each other? I got it. That is. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 I figured I, out the puzzle. That's what it is, dude. They were like, no, we plan on jumping out of this thing once we leave Treasure Island. Where would they go? So oh. here are the theories that they were captured by the Japanese. Yeah. They had defected. 
Mm-hmm. They had been murdered by a stowaway. They had killed each other, like you said, over a woman. And then the final theory, they had been abducted by, by aliens. aliens. Yeah, always got to have that one. So it, you always have aliens. Ray, Ray so we know got excited about that one. Aliens. I don't know. Yeah, the, the most logical thing would be is they went AWOL. That, that's or the, that's they got the into a fight and they both fell off at the same time fighting with each other. Yeah, but they had life jackets on. Right. And why would the... That the, means that you had predetermined... But the stowaway thing could could be a possibility too because uh, the woman on horseback saw three men. So that could be a possibility as well. You're going to talk or just look? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. I'm pretty, pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty set on the defect. I'm going with aliens. What did he say? <laughs> that was the wrong one. I was trying to do the crickets. Okay, there you go. That better. Don't yeah. touch. Don't touch the soundboard. I can do what I want. Touch this. You understand? Touch it. <laughs> oh, and uh, thank you to BJ's Billiards for allowing us to uh, do the podcast here. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, maybe take a nap, read a book, or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's better. Help, H E L P dot com slash P sixty. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp dot com slash P sixty. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Destination Fear, which they are now called Project Fear. They have been canceled from Discovery Plus and Travel Channel. What do you guys feel about this? That's one cool thing about Destination Fear or Project Fear now. Is they own all their stuff? They own their stuff. Dakota edits his own footage, which he does a phenomenal job at that. I mean, he is is unmatched. I I mean, I haven't seen a better editor in quite some time with what he's able to do. And it's not a knock against like any of our editors or Josh or... (laughs) I'm not going to say anything. I know, I know. Uh, No, 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 like I, I edit too and I'm not even... Really, a fraction guys, of the, if I could hand know. our editing off to anybody, I would be like, if they did, especially somebody like Dakota, I'd be like, yes, please, yes. please help us. But we admired their work and always yep. have admired their work right. because we knew 
how it was being done. Well, and, and it's not it's not just their work, but when you know the people, when you meet the people and you know how they really are, that makes a difference too. So if you're listening out there and you were Destination Fair fans, um, they're still continuing. And if you're able to support them, please go support them. It is a very cruel world when it comes Absolutely. to streaming and yeah, when it comes to network cutthroat. Network it, is cut, it, it is cutthroat. We're not we're not necessarily necessarily talking about the networks. It's business. At the end of the day, it they is. they have to make business decisions that best suit what they want, and it's money no matter how you spend it. Yeah, and with any profitable business. You have to consider the money. That's why you're in business. Dakota, the fact that he edited all of his episodes <laughs> on top of filming it is mind blowing. Yeah. That is a task. That's the amount of work. That is a uh, task we know to do. Most, but. So that means probably while he was on the road, he was editing oh, previ yeah. previous episodes yeah. to meet deadlines that the networks were giving him. But with this new venture that they're doing, they have the say so of when they can release the stuff and when they do this or that. Right. So I'm rooting for them, man. I've I've met the crew. They are fantastic yeah. people. That they are such uh, genuine, down to earth people. I I'm rooting for them. We do have a Patreon. So if you're if you're willing to support us in any capacity, please consider joining the Patreon if you haven't already. And I'm still trying to prove to my wife and five children that this isn't just a hobby for me. So, <laughs> right. And, and and again, if you watch 28 Days Haunted, that was uh, like Ray's intro. So I'm trying to prove to my wife and five children. I think this thing, this ain't a hobby for me. This is real. This, is, this isn't a hobby for me. This is the real job and the government job I have is the hobby. I think what you should say is, <laughs> and why did you say that? Then? For <laughs> why did you why did you say that then? Because at the time it wasn't. I do it. I told you do what you're told. Yeah, you uh, play ball. Uh, yeah, oh, that brings a, a good point. Network television. We got to play ball. We know what every other paranormal investigation team and every other TV show, and we know what they have to deal with all the time. And the fact that there is no empathy for each other, and yeah. the fact that it's so brutal and so cutthroat. Here but, I but am. You, but you just, know what? Just waiting. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Somebody put put Josh on a television show yeah, without please, me and Shane. Please. And so now it's Josh's no, turn. It's not about that. Twenty eight days haunted. We all interviewed together. Right. I don't want to put this all out there. I didn't get picked because I think it ultimately came down to me not being a medium. Right. They interviewed 800 different paranormal investigators and they only picked eight or nine. Or I feel lucky to have done it, but I also feel like what I did wasn't the best. It was the best. <laughs> Join our Patreon uh, if you want to support or listen to us for free on yeah. all yeah. of the streaming platforms. You can do that and follow Leave us on ratings, our social media. Please. Yeah, Leave just ratings. rate. The show. Yeah. yeah, that helps us too. If you can't monetarily do it, then just uh, watching, le sharing, leave us liking, rating. Yeah, leave us a five star review. But hopefully, please yeah. leave us a five star <laughs> review. Don't underestimate the value of all of that stuff. That yeah. literally can take you to the the support and and rating and sharing and telling your neighbor, telling your friend, all that Absolutely. matters. All that helps in the long run. And that's completely cool. Like Ray and Josh have been saying, just to support rating the podcast or leaving comments or sharing sharing the podcast, that helps us more than you know. So anything that you could do is is valued and we really appreciate that.
All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Paranormal Mind podcast. And until the next one, we will talk to you all later. See ya. See ya. Ha, ha, ha.